0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis
1: and uh, Brady, and it's time, Brady, to talk about the games that we've got this weekend. It's only two, but it's two big ones because it's the semifinals now in the state high school football playoffs.
2: Yeah, and I was just thinking back about we've had a fair bit of semifinals, I mean, the first year, the farthest anyone got, well, Ubley made it, but we weren't totally on Ubley. We hadn't expanded out that way yet, <laughs> uh, but we had, in 21, we had, what, Marine City and Ubley both played in the semifinal. Last year, we had, what, Ubley played in the semifinal, Brown City played in a semifinal, and I think that was it uh yeah,
1: yeah. That, so and then the this year
2: we have ugly again and we have Elmont so that's 6 semifinals in three years yeah and I'll take that yeah as football well, deckerville so seven as
1: yeah as football goes it's it's actually not easy to to do that um we, we've documented before that unless you're recruiting guys
2: <laughs> it's Tough to win state championships. Especially at the higher divisions. And Elmont didn't get the nicest draw either, having Warren Collegiate in their district. I mean, they're, it, it wouldn't have be, been that crazy for them to have lost in the district final and us just be talking about ugly and starting to focus more on hockey and basketball for the winter sports.
1: Yeah, which is coming up and which we will get to. But, uh, yeah, right now um, we're, we're looking at Elmont. They've got Ovid Elsie this week. Obli's got Beale City. These are actually familiar opponents for both these teams. Mm -hmm. Um, And and so there's some history, and and it might be a little more interesting when we talk about it with Elmont and Ovid Elsie.
2: And and the funny part is that the two opponents, Ovid Elsie and Beale City, have had diametrically opposed playoff success <laughs> like Beale city. And we'll talk about it more, but Beale city is a team that you can almost pencil in, in a regional title game every year. And up until this year, Ovid Elsie has really never made a run. Yeah.
1: Yeah, which, which – uh, and and again, I, I would say that of, of the four teams, Ovid Elsie is coming in off of a kind of an upset. Right. With, with the, they weren't supposed to beat Constantine, I think, was the feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they figured it out that at one point this year, they probably weren't even sure they were making the playoffs because they right. were three and four after seven
2: weeks. And they've won, what, six in a row now? And that's five well, straight now. Well we'll, well, we'll talk about it because – I'm feeling confident, but I'm not going to be cocky about these semifinal (laughs) games.
1: Wow. This will be interesting then. We'll take a break and we'll get started
0: next. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do.
3: It's all about efficiency.
0: That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the
1: Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story.
4: 5150.
1: For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com.
3: Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Homestyle Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: And you're back with uh, Dennis and Brady. We start in uh, D6, Brady, with uh, Almont, who continue, I don't want to call it a dream season, but we talked about it a little bit the last time we got together. We know they're going to be good every year. Just coming into this year, we were not anticipating any eleven and one stretch and a semifinal. Like, had you said that in August, we'd have been like, "Yeah, we don't think so."
2: No, and again, it was a lot of unknowns, and basically everyone that's needed to step up has stepped up. Um, they they've had just a the depth of dudes and. They they might not have that high-end D1 prospect that sometimes you see with teams that make runs. Like, they don't have a Harper Woods lineup. But what they have is just no glaring weaknesses.
1: Well, I, it's just solid. So, early on, I saw them in week one against Marysville. The star of the game that day was Jacob Stewart. Mm-hmm. He got hurt about midway into the season and hasn't played since. Um, but he went for... You know, about 150 or so yards in that opening game against Marysville. Um, against Elginac, uh, they well, threw and, the ball a little Stewart bit. Stewart
2: was only in there because of an injury before that. Yes.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that because he's the most recent guy right. to have a big game. Obviously, we talk about Chase Batani quite a bit. But, uh, I mean, they, they just, uh, Furcaran has done some good things and for the, them. And
2: the Furcarans at linebacker have been just erasers. Like again, it's the for the way we do it. It's hard to really focus in on defensive guys more so. But Almont's defense has been stout, and you don't have a stout defense without stud linebackers. Yeah, well, I mean,
1: I mean, uh, and uh, how do you say it, Abu Jude? Yes, yeah, amazing.
2: And he's been out during this playoff run.
1: Yeah, um, you know, o- O'Neill is a weapon. Being able to kick the ball into the end zone anytime
2: you want to. Relying on your extra points being made. The way I put it, it's like having a good kicker is like having a clear nose. You don't realize you have it. You just breathe through your nose. But the second you get congested and and you get clogged up, you're going, holy hell, all I want to do is breathe through my nose. All I want to do is kick extra points and get kickoffs deep and not have to worry about squibbing or something. That's fair.
1: They they beat Armada because they were able to make a kick.
2: Yeah. There was two touchdowns to two touchdowns, but Armada missed an extra point, missed a two. Almont made an extra point. That was the difference. Uh, And then uh, Bukhulski is the guy some weeks. Bukhulski is that changeup that they just forget about. He's that number like four or five option, but... They know when to go to him, and when he's asked to touch the ball, he's not pouting going, oh, it's the second quarter. This is my first touch. No, he just goes and makes a play.
1: And then this past week against Edison, Johnny Joka with the G was the was the man. He was running downhill all game long, and they didn't have an answer for him. And you know what? Edison is a big team. They're an athletic team. They were fast. But they didn't tackle well, and, and Johnny's kind of a, a load, and, and if you're not going to wrap him up, you're not going to bring him down, and he ran shot over
2: them. So think about this, Dennis. All right, let's say you're an, the Ovid LCD coordinator, and you've picked up, like, the Armada film, you've picked up the Edison film, you've picked up the, uh, um, the, North collegiate, Branch game. the collegiate film, oh. and so you've watched and the Marysville film. So you've watched those four games – and depending on which game you watch, you're going, oh, that's the guy we need to shut down.
1: Yeah. And now now, now you're looking at it going, to, well, they got four or five guys.
2: Who are we shutting down? Who are we focusing on? Right. Who's the big weapon? Oh, by the way, when they need to throw it, they can. Yeah. And that's but, hard to do for Davidowski because there's something to be said for getting your guy into a rhythm. Hey, it's not as – I'm not saying it's easier, but – if you're in, in a Crosslex or a Yale offense and you know you're throwing it 20 times a game, hey, every third, fourth play you're throwing it, you can get into a rhythm, get a feel of the game, There are times where he'll go a whole quarter without throwing a pass, and then, all right, it's third and seven, we're going to ask you to run this play action, and you better put it on the money, and more often than not, he does. There's a lot of times it it might be the fourth quarter, and he's throwing his first pass. The 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 first pass he completed against Collegiate, I think it was his second or third of the night, was a touchdown to Batani that I thought at the time was going to seal it, and well, it ended up being a big touchdown.
1: He was four out of four against Edison for 50 yards and two touchdowns, and his fir- his first two completions were both touchdowns. And guys, I mean, like they, they call it at the perfect time. They they know that that the the defense is looking into the backfield trying to figure out who to stop the ball on the on the next run, mm-hmm. uh, and the guy, guys just run free, and he just. He doesn't panic like some guys. You see a guy wide open, yeah. Especially and you haven't thrown the ball yet, and it's a cold night. Mm. You, you you get a little hyper and I, right on the money, nice easy. I guess
2: to nutshell shell all of this, the, one of the reasons why Elmon is just always in games and does things are so good is because they just do all the little things right. All the things that you don't notice are wrong until it goes wrong. They just seem to do those right. They make the easy plays look easy. They don't drop wide open passes. They 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 don't miss a ton of tackles and they just look very solid. They don't do anything superhuman Dennis. Like there there's not games where you go, "Oh my god, how is anyone going to stop this player?" They're just it, it's the old cliche. The the whole is greater than the sum of their parts and they all have a role and they're all committed to it. And they all do everything really well, and that's why they're in a semifinal game and probably the favorite against Ovid Elsie. So, here's the thing. Th- these,
1: these are not new rivals when it comes to the playoffs. In fact, they've played th- – this will be the third time in four years. They played each other last year in the district final. Ovid Elsie won that game by a semifinal. touchdown. semi uh, Oh,
2: so It was the first round.
1: Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so they played in the first round last year. Ovid Elsie won that game 21-14. to 14. Uh, and then the COVID year, uh, they played in the uh, first round again, and Ovid Elsie lost to uh, Elmont 28 to nothing. But uh, I asked, having kind of a familiarity with this this team, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And Coach Lusby was like, "Well, I mean, it it can be both things. Like we we have an idea what they're going to do, but now they get an opportunity to look at what." we do Mm -hmm. with a little more in depth because it's against them and they can kind of try to look at what our tendencies are running out of certain formations and, and things like that. So
2: it can go both ways this time around. I mentioned the playoff or lack of playoff success for Ovid Elsie. They had a nice run at the end of the two thousands. They played for a state title in 2008. Uh, They made a couple of regional finals, but since 2010, their only playoff win before this season was that Almont game a year ago. This is the first real run that this, that Ovid Elsie has made, this program has made in over a decade. And it's, I think that's advantage Almont because even though the kids haven't necessarily been there for Almont They've been around it, and the the program's still the same. Like, 2019 is not that long ago where they were playing for a state title, and they were playing in a district title a few years back against Warren Collegiate. They, they've played some big-time games, and I do think this is where the BWAC can help because there's so many big-time games that I do think Elmont is going to be a little more big-game ready.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I just, uh, again, I, I look at the two teams. I think Elmont has played a, a solid schedule. We, we respect the BWAC and what it's like to win in that league. Um, I like that they played Marysville and mm-hmm. um, Oglema Heights in their non conference games. Those are good teams. Um, and, and I just, I look at Ovid Elsie, though. You know, their losses are the four pretty good programs mm-hmm. Portland, Montrose, Chesning, New Lothrop. That's not too shabby. They lost to Northrop fourteen to thirteen. Um, they they were within a touchdown of Chessoning. They were within a touchdown of Montrose. They got blown out by Portland, but that was Week One.
2: Right. The only, I guess, the only counterpoint is, yeah, they've lost to four good teams, but until they beat Constantine, they didn't have really a quality win on their on their resume.
1: Yeah, but uh, you you still have to beat teams, and and a lot some of those teams they just obliterated. They really hadn't been challenged in a playoff game uh, in their district. Um, they won by 11 and only gave up three points, and they blew out uh, whichever Catholic, Catholic Central they played. Lansing Catholic. Yeah. And, and then an undefeated Constantine team they beat by two touchdowns.
2: Well, uh, I think Constantine had a loss going – yeah, they had one loss going into that. Really? Um, Ovid Elsie is still – Yeah, they 10 and two. Um 10-2. They have to be respected. I mean, obviously they're in the semifinal. This has kind of been a magical run for them, uh, down the stretch. And Elmont needs to respect him. Now, I think I can say confidently Elmont is the favorite in this game. Yes, I
1: believe so too. Like I, I look at this um and again, I, I'm gonna respect Ovid Elsie. Everybody who's here at this point is here for a reason. But uh I'm with you. I if I were Picking who do I think is the team I think is going to win? Uh, I'm going to say Elmont. I, I think that they're, and I'm also going to go. I'm going to go Elmont plus ten.
2: Yeah, I was going to say a little, maybe between seven and ten, a little more than a touchdown. But it's the semifinal. I mean, a, a few years ago, people were probably saying Portland by two scores over Marine City, yeah, and then Marine City went there and hit them in the face with a brick, and was that game was never in doubt. Marine City just took it to them for four quarters and kind of surprised everybody. So it's not impossible in a semifinal for the underdog to show up and puff their chest out and take it to who's the supposedly the favorite.
1: Yeah. Now, I don't know where Ovid LC, you know, what the their field is like. Elmont plays on the uh, grass, but uh, Coach Lusby was actually excited that they're going to be on turf this week.
2: Yeah, I, I think so. The only game I wanted them really on grass for was the collegiate game. That was the only one where I'm like, all right, this helps them way more than uh, it it would hurt collegiate. Um, and then on the other side, you have Kingsley and Reed City. Yeah, I, what I do think, you make of this? I think Kingsley's the favorite. I mean, Kingsley's ten and two. They've already beaten Reed City once, pretty handily, but that was all the way back in Week One. But I'm gonna give i I'm gonna say Kingsley Almont is what the favorite. Uh, if they both win, is going to be the D six state title game.
1: It, it's it's interesting because uh, Kingsley lost to Ogema Heights too this year. That was their other loss.
2: Yeah, and they lost fairly bad. Again, transitive property doesn't hold. But I I'll just go back to what I said. Probably when the uh, the playoff districts were drawn, you beat Warren Collegiate. There's not another team that is going to be better than them. So if you can beat Warren Collegiate, they can beat anyone the rest of the way.
1: And I'm just real quick glancing over what Reed City has done. They started one and three in there. In yeah, the so
2: that could now. tell me that they had some injuries early mm-hmm. and that they they got some guys back because they've been kind of rolling their way through the the last seven games or eight games, I guess. They haven't had a ton of close games. Granted, when you get up in the in the top of the lower peninsula, like when you get north of about Saginaw, Midland area, it gets kind of sketchy with, are is there a lot of good teams or are you just beating up the teams in your area? And sometimes those teams come down and they kick ass and you're like, that's a really good football team. And sometimes they come down and get their ass kicked. And you're like, all right, well, someone had to come from there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I you could probably say that about every everywhere around the, the state. I mean, some years, teams from our area, you know, Marine City right. rolls, and other years, they hit a buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I, you know, you can say what you want out there. Uh, no disrespect to our teams. I think Marine City or Armada, either one of them, yeah. should have ended up in the regional.
2: And they probably would have lost But to they Corona. weren't, yeah, they, they just Cor- weren't beating Corona this but year. But Corona's that good. Yeah. Corona's, I mean, they're going to play for a state title and. They're going to be the underdog, to either Frankenmuth or Grand Rapids Catholic Central. So, um, what else do you, do you think about Elmont this week with Ovid Elsie? I just think they need to play their game, um, Dennis. You know when when the chips get down, they know that Chase Batani's the guy they go to. They know that they they have those bag of tricks, and they they don't seem to dwell on one thing, like if they think something's going to work, they'll try it, and as soon as they realize it's stopped a few times, then they switch to something else, and they, they do a really good job at making adjustments. Again, if, if Almont plays the way they played especially offensively against Warren Collegiate, I think they're going to be all right. And here's something else that, that
1: we, we don't talk about a lot because they don't do it. They don't turn over the ball very often, um, and they don't take a lot of penalties. Right. And that will get you to 11 and one in, in a semifinal
2: right so listen Ovid Elsie's good. You, you have to go in and respect them but I I would think Almont is the favorite here and I think they're going to be a, a very solid have a very solid chance of getting back to Ford Field.
1: So, it's Saturday, 1 o'clock at uh, Grand Blank uh, High School or wherever their football complex is. Okay. Grand Blank has, like, three campuses.
2: Does it really? Yes. Well, because it doesn't have, like, 3,000 kids. Well,
1: it, there, there's there's Grand Rapids High School. There's Grand Rapids Community Grand School or Grand Blank. Uh, yeah, it's Grand Blank High School, Grand Blank Community School, and then there's something else, too. Uh, Probably
2: a freshman campus and, or something. And
1: then And then there's the actual, like, like, football area. Yeah. But, we, but we saw uh, the
2: picture of it. It looks, the press box looks beautiful for you.
1: Yeah. Um, so, well, I hope. I hope there's room in it. Don't I don't know how imagine. many people are going to cover this game. They had a nice press box at uh, at Lenawee Christian, at least from the opposite side of the field in the stands where I was sitting watching it.
2: Uh, <laughs> well, you and Thumb Tailgater
1: can cozy up. <laughs> well, we'll see. I, 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 I'm i assuming they'll be there. They I know are. I'll be there 1240 for the pregame, 1 o'clock for the kickoff.
2: All right, should be, a, should be a good time, and hopefully we're talking about Elmont uh, getting ready for a state title game on Monday.
1: All right, I want to do the same thing about Upley, but we'll take a, a break first, and then we'll get into what the Bearcats face this week.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Uh, I'm doing something that I shouldn't do. What's that? Because because has got a, a very tough game this week against Beale City, but which just kind of. I, don't, I don't know
2: if I gave the stat, but 117 playoff wins between Ugly and Beale City. Combined. Yeah,
1: yeah. Maybe it was the TV show you mentioned that.
2: Yeah. I... 42 for Ubley, 75 for Beale City.
1: That's a ridiculous Beale amount. Beale City
2: has made the playoffs more than any other program in the state. And I believe they have a state title. Let me double check that. They actually might not. I know they've gotten, they've obviously made some deep runs. But let me double check that as you finish doing what you're doing. Yeah,
1: no. So I just, I kind of peeked ahead because Whiteford's the defending champ. And we presume that they're a heavy favorite against uh, Gabriel Richard. Yes. Um, and I was just kind of looking at it. They're twelve and zero, at twelve and zero. Uh, Whiteford has outscored the opposition. Bill by- said
2: he did win a state title in 0-8 or oh nine. Okay. okay. It, you know, it
1: just makes sense that
2: they they're like one in four, in one in five, in in. Eight championship one in six. Oh my God. they're basically yeah, so they've been Ublee, a bridesmaid a lot but they, they they got it done once twice actually back in 94 too so but it was actually the team that harbor beach beat in 2011
1: oh okay uh but yeah go, going into this week white whiteford and ubley are 24 and 0 and have outscored their opponents by 860 points that's a lot <laughs> a lot and, and they're, they're very they're very similar uh Uh, Ubley has outscored the opposition by 30 more points than Whiteford has, but they've both just been slaughtering people this year.
2: So it's basically two Titans meeting in the playoffs once again. This is only the third meeting between these two programs ever, and Beale City has won both of them. Close games, though. One was a one-point game. And one was a... Five-point game. Yeah, so six. Beale City in two games has been six points better than Ubley.
1: And I saw the twelve to seven game. That was a semifinal game a couple of years ago, played over in Flint. And Upley was the better team that day, but they made more costly mistakes. The, right. the, they had turnovers and they had penalties in that game, uh, and it ended up hurting them. Uh, and and when they needed it, Beale City was able to put a drive together and score late in the game. And and Ubley wasn't able to counter that. There just wasn't enough time left for
2: them. So is it fair to say that Ubley, or Beal City rather, has the slight mental edge? That's a possibility because you know
1: what? Not all of them, but some of those kids that are on Ubley played in that game. I'm sure some of the kids on Beal City played in that game as well. Yeah. Uh, I I know one for sure, Evan Peruski, was involved in that Mm -hmm. game. I think that was his sophomore
2: year. Yes. It was his sophomore year, and I mean, both sides are, are attuned to playing in these games. I mean, these are the games that they're looking forward to. This is where they you know they have to strap their helmets up and get ready. Uh, I don't know what you want to make of Beale City. I mean, yes, they lost to Harbor Beach, so that is a knock against Beale City. And Iron Mountain was a fairly close game, the 20-6. to six. It was a. Uh, the the whatever Iron Mountain is called the miners I think or. yeah
1: but again if they brought
2: back a lot of kids from last year uh,
1: they, they were better prepared for a semifinal this time around
2: right so there's not a lot to go on besides that they lost that uh, Beale City lost to Harbor Beach and and, not, and we
1: know that Beach is good and also in a Week Nine game that really you know what was Beale City playing for
2: right. I uh, mean, they, they ended up getting home field through three, so it's hard to tell how much that does or doesn't mean. And here's the other thing, that Harbor Beach, we talked about maybe Beale City having the uh, mental edge on Ubley. Ubley has the mental edge on Harbor Beach right now, and that can be worth more than you think. And so Ubley blowing out Harbor Beach the way they have, that might be a part of it too.
1: Yeah, you know they're they're in their heads as much as they are like physically. The two teams are probably pretty equal, mm-hmm. um, but mentally, yeah, Ugly does have an edge. I, I guess the only thing, and and nobody's specific. It's all whispers. Uh, that I get, but uh, you know, we're a little concerned about
2: Ubley's health. Uh, that was more during the middle of the season. It seems like they've every big name we've talked about has showed up on the stat sheet. Yeah, I mean, so but
1: you, you, this time of year for everybody, you kind of have those concerns. Fortunately, we you know we, we think our two remaining teams are are okay. But
2: now, all that said, I think Ubley's the favorite going into this game.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, man, it, it's so t- all they do is crush people. So it's so hard to say. Well, Ubley's only a touchdown favorite, or or whatever. Uh, just until somebody can actually beat Ubley, I gotta make them the the favorite. I I, I don't and, know. I guess if they play Ottawa Lake, since they're the defending champ, I'll, I'll tip my cap to them until they're beaten. Right, but uh, I just I. But uh, I I've. I guess this is the, the fourth year in a row I've said this. If Upley doesn't do it this year, when are they going to do it?
2: <laughs> and here's the thing with uh, Beale City is their regular season schedule was not super tough. Any teams from their league that did make the playoffs lost fairly quickly in the playoffs. Like I think, uh, who was it, McBain won- made it to a regional final, and they made it in at... Uh, five and four and went two and one in the playoffs. So they, they, they didn't play any Goliaths on their schedule until Harbor beach. And they lost that game. Yeah. And I know Muskegon Catholic central is a name. You're that historically has been very good. They weren't great this year. Um, Iron mountain is another one. I, I don't know how good their 11 and 0 was going into that game, but I know ugly has played some good, good teams and has been, beaten them. I mean, Everest, Harbor Beach twice. E- even Marlette and Sandusky are not powerhouses, but they're still quality wins this year. Oh, yeah, and Montrose. Yeah. And even uh, a down
1: Lakers team made the playoffs. Yes.
2: So, I I have ugly hubris, I guess, that well, I know it's Beale easy, City's it's beat easy them to twice. Uh, Beale City's beat them twice, but that team from two years ago isn't the same team now, and this ugly team has just been crushing everybody, and this Beale City team has looked real good, but not supreme. I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, I
1: this has got the makings for a good game. I expect it to be close for a while, but I, I kind of I envision Ugly pulling away at the end uh, and and winning this one.
2: I I don't know if we've ever had two semifinal games where before the game kicked off, we're going. Both the teams we cover should win this game, and that's kind of how I feel going into this weekend. Is could Elsey or Beale City win? Absolutely, they're they're two very good teams, very fine programs. Yeah. But I would be a little surprised if either Almon or Ubley lost. Now, I won't say surprised, but I'd be uh, I'd be disappointed because I do feel. Like you
1: say, this is the first time where I'm not going, Going, oh, geez, I don't think either of our teams have a chance. Right. Like, I've got to say something nice about them, though. Right. Um, no, I, I honestly feel they both have a chance to win, and, and I'm with you. Uh, I think they're the favorite, but now you've got to go out and get it done. Yeah. Because, uh, and especially in the case of Beale City. Beale City's dangerous. I'm not so. Until I see Ovid Elsie and, and get a little more feel for them, I don't know what they are. But they're in the semifinal and they beat Constantine by two touchdowns. So I'm going to give them a little credit that they're at least dangerous. Right.
2: But I mean, I also think Ubley, Ubley's path was harder to get here than maybe just as hard as Beale City's. I mean, Ithaca was 11 and 0, and that's another historically great program. Yeah. And they
1: were coming off a huge win over yeah. New Lothrop the week before. And
2: Ubley took care of business yeah I I guess I wouldn't be surprised if at 330 on Saturday I I see that the final is Ubley 38 and Beale City 20 I'll take that like that's just kind of the feel I have now if they play Ottawa Lake Whiteford again it's going to be a knockdown drag out brawl but let's not put the cart before the horse. upley has got to take care of Beal City.
1: Yeah, that's that's the other thing about it is don't be thinking about the rematch with Ottawa Lake Whiteford. Think about the rematch with
2: Beal City. Or the just, three match. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just going through, and in all of Beal City's postseason history, again, 75 wins. They've gone one and done five times, six times, and I'm already back at 1984. And they're still making semifinal runs like this has been a dynasty for 40 years now. So Beale City's made the playoffs. Well, let's do some quick math. They've won two state titles and they've lost in the playoffs. Where is the number? So they've made the playoffs like 38 times or something, and they've only gone one and done six. That's very impressive. That's extremely (laughs) impressive. Very impressive. And well, again, I'm I'm. Feeling confident about Ubley. I think they are going to take care of business. And it might not be a, a laugher where it was in the semifinal last year where it's halftime and it's 35-7 to seven or whatever it was. But I, just, I think I would be more surprised if Beale City beat Ubley than if Ovid Elsie beat Almont. And I don't think either of those upsets are going to happen. Wow. So you said they made it 38 times? I believe so. It might be more than that. I just... I believe they won two state titles, and they have 36 losses in the playoffs. Wow, uh, Deckerville
1: uh, might be has, more than has that. made it 30 times. Um, I'm trying to, to see. I know Marine City has made it a bunch, yeah, too. Let's
2: take a break, and we'll, we can compare those numbers. Marine City's made
1: come. it 32 times.
2: Yeah, we don't have a lot to talk about in the last segment, so we can just kind of riff about the other games in the state and anything else you're just going to keep an eye out for and maybe some of those numbers. All right. Uh, we'll be back.
4: 5150.
1: 72185
3: Do with my future,
1: please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
5: Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs, respected throughout the community, and dedicated to.
2: Free standing double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high efficiency front and top load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today, a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove.
0: Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, welcome back, Dennis and uh, um, Brady. So, I was just doing, you're going to ask me about 30 times right. in the
2: playoffs, which I'm never going to even get even close to it. Well, well, that's in the state. You wanted to ask me who in the area has made it 20 times. Yes. So, how many are there? Um, eight. Well, Marine City, Almont, Deckerville, Ubley, Harbor Beach, Marysville, going to go with Richmond. Who else? So that's what, six? No, you've got seven already. Seven. Who did, so you got one oh, more. Oh, I have seven. You got um, one more to I, go. I wish I could count. Um, <laughs> I am going to go with the last one is... God, I don't think PH is there because they did not make the playoffs before like 2005. Um, so I'm not going to say them... I am going to say probably a BWAC team. Uh, I said Croslex, right? Uh, you
1: uh, you did not say Croslex. No, I'll go with Croslex. Croslex has made it 19 oh, times. Oh, who did I miss? You missed Peck.
2: Peck. Ah, yep. I wasn't thinking it more eight-man, but Peck seemed, Yeah.
1: Peck made it 22, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17, 15, 14, 13, They had a nice little run. 8, 7, 6, 3, 2, 1, 98, 97,
2: 96, 95, and 90. Yeah, they've been pretty good. Yeah. They've been pretty darn good. So I was going to look up. I looked up on the state uh, how many programs have made it 30 or more times. And this does not, they don't count the COVID year on the state since everyone made it. So how many times they've had to qualify for the playoffs and there's 21 teams, and there's at least one school in here that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but uh, go ahead and see how many of those you can get and play along at home. Well, I know Marine City is one. Marine City has made it 30 times, according so, to the state. So let's see. Uh, how about Brother Rice? Br- Birmingham, Brother Rice has made it 33 times. How
1: about Catholic Central?
2: Uh, can you specify? <laughs> well... Uh, the, the one in Detroit and the one in Grand Rapids, Detroit Catholic central 30 times. The one in Grand Rapids 30 times. Um, while we're on Catholic central, how about Muskegon Catholic? Central? Muskegon Catholic central 31. That's why I asked you to specify. Uh, Look at that five for five to start. Yeah. Well, that's where it probably ends. How about Lumen Christie, Jackson Lumen Christie 31 times. Um, Look at you go! Was was
1: Deporis around long enough to make it thirty? I don't think so.
2: They are. They did not. Yeah. They just whenever they made <laughs> it, they yeah. went to like a semifinal at worst.
1: Yeah. Um, they were good.
2: They're still probably the most decorated program in the history of the state. Yeah. Come um, on, there's an easy one you're missing. De La has got to be on the list. De La is not on the list. Really? You want me to see how many times they've made it? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, curious De about LaSalle. that. De La Salle got to be in the twenties at least. Um, let me do. do, do, do. Come on. Work for me here. Uh Why does this not want to work? Uh all right. Um I don't see it, but um apparently they haven't made it 30 times. All right. How about Frankenmuth? Frank you guessed Frankenmuth. They are not on the list. Really? Beal City's got to be on Beale the Beal City is tied for first. <laughs> yes, that was the one. There's a
1: layup. Beal City at 37. Uh, see, there's there's a lot of teams in the uh,
2: that I just it's I a don't lot of small follow it as, as I well. would say you you know of and have heard of at least fifty percent of the remaining schools is Portland on the list? Portland's not on the list. I'm a little surprised by that. Like uh, Rockford, Rockford's not on the list. There's so problem with who are the other teams that are a lot good of, down there. I would say there's a lot of smaller schools on the list because big schools there's so much competition. Smaller schools seem to set those. There's, are are any of the St. Mary's teams on it? There is not a St. Mary's, but there is a couple Catholic school or uh, yeah, Catholic religious schools left.
1: Okay. Um, now, right, there's I, a I started out a house of fire. And now, yeah, now there's I'm a big private
2: go. school that you've missed. Really? That our area runs into a lot. Really? Yes. And it's not De La
1: Salle. Not De La Salle. <laughs> it's not U and D. No. No it's uh who's who's the other big uh catholic school is it oh, it said private school or private school who's the other big private school that our area teams run into haven't done it
2: so much recently but well let, let me uh i'll get back to that how about dakota no dakota chip valley no no Ma- there's no mac red teams on either, really i shocking. nobody shocking um well, I don't think you'll get the other number one. I don't think you had Crystal Falls Forest Park on the tip of your tongue. No, that's up in the UP. Yeah, they've made it 37 times. Kingsford? Uh, no, Kingsford, which is surprising because they uh, make it a lot. Traverse City, St. Francis? St. Francis is on the list 35 times, Dennis. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot.
1: They must go unchallenged over there. I don't think Kind P- of.
2: Petoskey's been very good, at least not that good. Let's see Kingsford twenty five times since you were one. How about our friends at Johannesburg, Lewiston? Johanna, <laughs> the one in the UP? Um, no, they are not on there. Uh, Let's see Hudson or Hudsonville? Uh, neither of those. There are. Wow. There's a couple West Side ones. New Lothrop? No. Ithaca? No. Wow. There's a couple West Side. There's a city that has had that usually produces state champions from the West Side. That's not Grand Rapids.
1: That's not Grand Rapids. Yes.
2: Mine, you, you you'll kick yourself when you think of it. I don't know. Is, is Muskegon on the list? Muskegon has made it 30 times.
1: What other schools are in the, the Muskegon I'll area. give you Muskegon-Oakridge Muskegon, because Muskegon I don't.
2: Muskegon-Oakridge? Is that? Yeah, because. Um, I don't think you're going to guess
1: Frankfurt. Uh, I might have if it came to my mind, but it wouldn't have come to my mind. They've
2: made it 33 times. I don't think you would have guessed Schoolcraft. Um no, I probably wouldn't have guessed Schoolcraft. Schoolcraft has them. made it thirty one times. There's a team we've talked about on this episode on this list. Really? Yeah. Who's that? Iron Mountain. Really? He's made it thirty times. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed Iron Mountain. Um uh Mendon, I don't think he would have guessed. Heard of Mendon. Yes. I I think if we did this I think long Menden's enough. Mendon's playing eight man football, no. I think they are too. I think if we would have did this long enough, you would have eventually gotten to Fowler. Yeah. Um. All right. The next highest one left is a defunct program. Defunct. You you just wanted to do this segment so you could say defunct. Yes. On a show.
1: Super legendary coach. So that doesn't help me. It's, oh, that's the one down there. Uh.
2: Come on. Yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. Uh, Harrison. Yes, yeah, Farmington Hills, Harrison. Yeah. 34 times, and they haven't been around since, like, 2015. Yeah, so
1: Country Day's not on that list. Country
2: Day's made it 30 times. They have, okay. That was the one that our area teams would Well, once,
1: once I got to Harrison, because Harrison and Country Day are, like, on the same road. Like, you pass one to get to the other. <laughs> uh,
2: there's a UP team left, there's a Catholic school left, and there's a very, very large school down in Metro Detroit. I don't think you'll get that one. Um,
1: well, then you're saying it's not King or Catholic. No, Cass it's Tach. not
2: in Detroit. It's it's in a suburb. Dearborn, Fortson. Oh, Fortson, I would not have guessed. Um, do you want to guess at the UP school left? Um, I have no idea. Menominee. Menominee. 31 Menominee. times. Na, 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 na. And then Menominee. a Catholic school na, na, na. that you, when you started working, weren't too far from. Really? When, when I started working? Because I started working in Carroll. Yeah, you weren't too far from there. I mean, you moved closer to there at one
1: point, but. Well, I worked in Saginaw, so it's somebody in Saginaw. Is it Arthur Hill? No. It's
2: private Swan school. Swan Valley?
1: Nouvelle. Oh, Nouvelle. Yeah. yeah. And that's oh, all, yeah, that's where Smokey Boyd was coaching. Yeah,
2: 31 times.
1: Good old Smokey. So, he and Walt Braun were battling for the wins thing at one time. Really? they yeah. Just
2: back and forth? Yeah. By the way, Kings at 29. They're close. Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes is actually close. because they, they were, were
1: really a cool. really good program for a really long time. Um,
2: you mentioned some Mac Red teams. Utica Eisenhower leads with 28. Um, Montrose and Millington are up there. You guessed Rockford. They're at 28. <laughs> I forgot about
1: Millington. They're pretty good.
2: Yeah, they're usually up there. Um, What's Lakers at? Uh, let me look real quick. I don't know. What is it under Elkton Pigeon Bay? Yeah, 22. Pigeon, Bayport. No, I, I would have thought it was a little more than that. But 22. Okay. So, That's still a lot. That was what we used to fill our third segment.
4: So.
1: <laughs> well, I had fun guessing. I wish I would have come up with a
2: few more. Also, fun fact, since I'm just looking at this right now, the three longest consecutive playoff streaks are all currently happening right now. Really? Rockford has made it 27 straight times. That's good. Crystal Falls Forest Park has made it 25. That's good. And Jackson Lumen Christie's made it 24. They cheat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Marine City is on the leaderboard at 18 when they made it from 98 to 15. Yeah. And they were uh, overtime away from having that be at like 25 right now. Yeah. So they got the Red Wings on that list. (laughs) They do not have the Red Wings because the Red Wings haven't made the playoffs in a long time, and everybody's forgotten. Exactly. (laughs) All right, Dennis, remind everyone one more time where you'll be. I am Mia. So, Almont fans, when you're watching, just know that I'm. Doing wedding festivities, trying to as discreetly as I can check and listen to the Almont game and score.
1: They were actually pretty stoked that you weren't going to be there.
2: <laughs> I believe it. Uh. <laughs> I've been I've been good luck to Almont. It's not Mooney. <laughs> I
1: told I told Coach I, I saw Coach Lusby on Wednesday and I, I said I picked Wednesday to come because I talked to you on Wednesday the week before, uh, and he's like, good man. Uh, And then I said, you got me this week, but if you make it to the finals, you'll have
2: Brady. And he was like,
1: oh, (laughs) I don't believe you.
2: He he was just joking. Hmm. Um, All right. Uh, Hopefully we can track if they both win, we'll track him and Coach Sweeney down. And that can be a show is just a segment of talking to them, getting ready for the game. All right. Uh, 1240 pregame, one o'clock kickoff Saturday from Grand Blanc
1: as uh, Elmont takes on Ovid Elsie. That'll be on stream one.
2: We'll talk to you on Monday.
0: All right. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.